0: DJ and PK in the Morning is proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Got a question here on our Facebook page. Kyle Whittingham is brimming with confidence for his team. Who's falling in line with the coach? And PK? What? You heard something that caught your ear that you want to share with the audience. Well, Kyle's been saying it for several times now. Uh, he said it again
1: last Saturday. This dude isn't backing down at all. Talking about the team, I mean, we've all heard it that it reminds him of 2019. Holy freak, (laughs) that team went eight and one, tied for the best record ever in the Pac 12. So, I'm for me, I look at the conference because I think you can orchestrate how many non conference wins you want.
0: Pretty much, if you want all three, you can schedule three cupcakes. They've been scheduling a Big West and a Mountain West team every year, and they've gone 2-1 and one once. Utah State got them an OT in Logan. They've handled BYU nine times in a row. They beat Michigan both times they played them. So we know what happens in the non-conference. The Utes yeah. win a lot. And you can't dictate who you play
1: in conference, obviously. So that's what I look at. Uh, You know, unless you're SC and you're playing Notre Dame and you're usually playing a big-time... Stanford does it. ...and non-conference schedule, uh, which most of... A lot of the teams don't. Maybe one big game. And there are some big games this year, for sure, in the non-conference. How How State Oregon there, uh, obviously, is huge. (laughs) So to compare your team to that team, to me, that... Ups the stakes far more than the anticipation I had for the stakes
0: this season. Steve says, Yeah, why not? Another year, another, yay, we're so great. And then here comes a November letdown. I truly hope the Utes do well this year. Well, they haven't had November letdowns in three
1: years. You can't really count last year.
0: It two two years ago, they went undefeated in November. Yeah. Five so years ago, they did uh, well enough down the stretch to win the division, despite a quarterback injury. Because Tyler Huntley went down at Arizona State. Yes, so they did but not have November letdowns. Yeah, they could have messed up the Oregon game, but they didn't. Backup quarterback, they made it happen.
2: Oh, that was the the Oregon they to beat B- BYU. BYU.
0: Yeah, they played BYU late that year. They and won had that big, game. Had the big comeback. So there were no letdowns in November. Now they sucked in December. The conference title game, yes. that.
1: Well, in the bowl games. We're both in December. So the years they didn't have November meltdowns, they went 0-4 in December.
0: And if you go back four years, well, they had an October letdown. I don't want to go back four years. All right, then what about four less years?
1: Four less years. No, I want to stay current because I'm over to worry about next year, this season, this upcoming season, this next season. So I asked Sally that yesterday, and I thought he had a little bit more of a statement that I could get behind more so than what the head coach is getting behind?
2: Uh, I definitely see it in the leadership. I definitely see it in the front seven. The secondary is still untested, and so that's kind of the question mark right there. I mean, you're talking about a pretty darn good secondary with Blackman and Burgess and Jalen Johnson, so these guys haven't really proven uh, anything yet other than they're willing and they're athletic enough. We're, We're excited about them, but again, you know, they're still untested.
1: I agree with that 100%. Because that's the area that concerns me. Because quarterbacks threw on them last year. And as Scali was talking about yesterday, and it was a great interview. We've been hearing a lot about the Taliban. I wanted to hear from the Scali-bomb. And the Scali-man, I thought was nailing it there. This defense was so young, still very young, but particularly the secondary. You're not going to have the circumstances last year. He talked about how there's zero people in the stands. And so you're going to give up a big play occasionally. And if you do it on the road, the crowd goes nuts and then you get some momentum. We saw it uh, three years ago with, well, under the two years ago. And then when the Utes had the, the only loss, Slovis goes down with an injury. The Fink comes off the bench, starts chucking the ball up. Those guys make plays. Crowd gets all excited and they were tough to handle. So a third team guy. Comes off the bench and beats you. That's highly unusual. Against an NFL secondary, no less. All those guys, every single one of them. Throwing, this, throwing deep. And making this group big plays. This
0: group has not experienced that situation at all. When it goes wrong, how will they bounce back? Yeah. Because it will go wrong. Yeah, in an individual play,
1: if you're right. going It's on like that a one.
0: relief pitcher in baseball. You're going to blow a lead at some point, and how do you bounce back? You're going to give up a big pass play. How do you pull it together? So, I appreciated Morgan, the
1: scally man, announcing that and and acknowledging that.
0: Of course, if they're dominant in the front seven, it's going to make those guys' jobs a lot easier. Simply, of course. As you say. Simply, of course. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you can't dominate all the time, every time. So, and I'm not sure the front seven is better than that front seven. That might have been certainly in a number of professionals, an
0: all-time unit with all the guys, so many guys. So while I agree with you and Scally, I just don't think it's the point. Because the point on how so so happy— So off point? Well, no, because he can't talk about what the point is. Because Why not? He's on not? Because he's on the defensive side of the ball. And the point is, is the offense going to deliver? Well, the we haven't points, sat here not very, the point. Okay, thank you. We haven't <laughs> sat here very often and said, I can't believe the defense gave up 40-whatever points and blew that game. But we have sat here and said, well, how come the offense couldn't get the ball in the end zone from the five-yard line? How how they come they can't get, my get guess the, is they didn't get five yards. How come they didn't get the ball in the end zone from the one yard? My guess is they didn't get a yard. I ain't no football savant. UCLA loss at home, Cal loss on the road. you love
1: to recite history, man. You just have that stuff. You, you, you are a history guy. Look forward, man.
0: What, All right, this could be the year. We'll be in here talking about the Utes and how they uh, played that 49-48 game. Years ago against Cal, what does that have to do with this year? Red zone's been an issue. Multiple times, multiple years. The red zone's a big issue for a lot of offenses. It's like the hardest part of offense. Can you be at your best when the pressure's the greatest and there's the least room and you can't... The, the defense feels no pressure about getting beat over the top. And you get three points for getting down to the five-yard line and kicking a field goal, but if you get those last five yards, to get that last yard and you get in the end zone, you get four more points. Wow. It's a big deal. This is brand-new knowledge. <laughs> well, then don't ask a stupid question. <laughs> okay. Why would we care if about that, that should ever happen? Why. You'll be the first to know. You know why it's a big question. <laughs> You're just being difficult.
1: Yeah, but uh, what, what happened against Cal years ago has no bearing on this year.
0: Uh, no bearing. No zero. <laughs> zero. Zippo. No. Ludwig wasn't calling plays. No. An inexperienced running back went the wrong way. It was blocked up. It could have been a touchdown. I, 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 They've got inexperienced valuable players time on offense on 2017. We've got we're going to be watching inexperienced players on offense here. We've got a similar situation possibly. Who's inexperienced?
1: They're Not playing any rookies. Zach, if you want to go history and be mired in the past, Zach Moss was a freshman. Yep. Nope. There won't be a perfect comparison. They're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what he did there. <laughs>
0: Smooth, I'm doing my victory quick. dance. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I spun 90 degrees. I'll give you Dodge it. that And, and if
1: and Moss would have done that, they would have scored. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, yeah, sure, what do they do offensively? But you're just asking about every team, though. What are they going to be able to do offensively? It's not, not any particular distinguishing factor between this team and a lot of teams. I think Oregon has that issue. SC can they run the ball? <laughs> Will they ever even try? <laughs> but you're going to get down the five yard line, yeah, and, it's and, and you can't go over it. the top and underneath and yada yep. yada and all those football terms. And the defense is going to put their hands in the dirt, and yeah, and you're going to try to chip lock off the edge on a three technique. And let me, I'm going to turn on page sixteen now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there are every it's all sorts of questions. But the head coach, I don't remember him being as positive except for 2019, and that team delivered. You went 8-1. Best record ever. No team since they've gone to the 12 has gone 9-0. and zero. And you won eight consecutive games, which is probably a record for longest winning streak within the conference. That is a high, high, extremely high standard. And he's setting the bar at that. I find that a little surprising. I'm more used to the Lou Holtz spiels, and we're playing the, the, the 24 Yankees.
0: They just build up the opponent. The 27 Yankees. I'm the history major. I'll fix that. You did it on purpose. The 87 Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> or the 72 Dolphins.
1: But, yeah, okay. Right. Well, it's like almost 12 years apart between those two teams. <laughs> okay. So, I find it, honestly, I find it a little surprising that he is this strong. Now, I don't find it surprising once he made the statement, then asked subsequently... Do you gonna, are you gonna stand by it? The fact that he stands by it unless sa- last Saturday, yeah, 100%. I don't find that surprising because that's who he is. Once he says something, he's not backing down. So I don't find that portion of it surprising, but I do find it surprising that he's been this strong.
0: I assume I don't know because we're the media and we're holding microphones. And there's you know the game within the game being played. I assume he's throwing down the gauntlet for his team. This is I, I how love good it. you can be. Yeah, it's awesome. This is the bar you need to clear. Sure, you're, yeah, you're a I think it's high great that he's doing it. You're a good high jumper. Mm-hmm. I'm not setting the bar at five feet. Right on. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to set the bar at seven feet. You're going to jump. Yeah, and I, I actually think that's it's a great move.
1: I'm surprised by it to a degree. But I think it's a great move to say that. I love the fact that he's saying that. I would think it would be more along the lines, I had a wonderful conversation the other night with a BYU person, and that's more of the line of thinking that, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I know what he's going to say. He's, we can be pretty good this year. Just the way he said it, I love the way he said it. Because they have a
0: quiet confidence. team psychology, how you handle the team, how you challenge them, it's a big part of Urban Meyer's magic. And so, every team's got its own personality and how it needs to be challenged to get the best results. You know, we don't know these guys. We're not in film rooms with them. We're not we don't know what's going on in the building at 5:30 in the morning or whatever time it was. I drove by this morning. Did you really? Yeah, just to, just to check it out. See what those the only thing I know is they had that uh, plastic fox out there to scare away whatever wild animals, mm-hmm. and the thing scared Gary Anderson when he was running in the morning. Other than that, I got no idea what's going on at 5.30. But I know it scared Gary at 5.30. I go there after sometimes after my workout. That a guy. You're the man. <laughs> the other guy who's the man is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He joins us right now, and Andrew, Cambridge University, did a study on the work that uh, you're doing at the Wasatch Medical Clinic, and what did you learn?
2: Well, they did, and them plus about 50 others have studied it. The Cambridge study is interesting because they took a group of men with severe erectile dysfunction. They noted that those men were no longer getting any response from the pill. Um, So I'm assuming severe ED, I guess. But the pill wasn't working. Uh, Put them through our technology, the wave therapy, and then gauged results. Uh, increase in blood flow. In fact, I think they said every single guy in the test study received an increase in blood flow. So pretty cool stuff. This technology is working. It's helping guys get rid of the erectile dysfunction, get off the pill. It's doing it totally safely. I've never seen a side effect, never read about a side effect. Uh, a treatment only takes 10 minutes and you might need a few of them.
0: So you also get results from patients, and you hear what they say. Now, obviously, there's not as much science involved with the patients, but does it just largely line up with what you heard from Cambridge uh, and the other studies?
2: Yeah, we we, you know, patient feedback is probably the best part of my job, talking to guys as they finish uh, the treatments, And I think that when things go well in the bedroom, they go well outside of the bedroom. So you see the intimacy, the relationship, overall happiness even improve, when guys can turn back the clock, this is such an important part of life. I think it has a huge ripple effect.
0: So you got a special offer right now for people who want to give you a call today.
2: Yes, call now, uh, leave your wallet at home, the assessment, exam, and blood flow ultrasound with our doctor, no charge. The gift that produces powerful results in the bedroom, very popular. Uh, that's free, and if you feel like you've got a need, Uh, The testosterone is free at Wasatch Medical Clinic as well.
0: Guys, you can call Wasatch Medical right now, 801-901-8000. Ask for the free offer, 801-901-8000. Tell them you heard it on The Zone, you'd like the free offer, 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew.
2: Thank you.